0: Welcome to Immerse Beginnings, reading for week 8, day 39. These are the terms of the covenant the Lord commanded Moses to make with the Israelites while they were in the land of Moab. In addition to the covenant he had made with them at Mount Sinai, Moses summoned all the Israelites and said to them, You have seen with your own eyes everything the Lord did in the land of Egypt to Pharaoh and to all his servants and to his whole country, all the great tests of strength, the miraculous signs, and the amazing wonders. But to this day the Lord has not given you minds that understand, nor eyes that see, nor ears that hear. For forty years I led you through the wilderness, yet your clothes and sandals did not wear out. You ate no bread and drank no wine or other alcoholic drink, but He provided for you so you would know that He is the Lord your God. When we came here, King Sihon of Heshbon, and King Og of came out to fight against us, but we defeated them. We took their land and gave it to the tribes of Reuben and Gad, and to the half-tribe of Manasseh as their grant of land. Therefore obey the terms of this covenant, so that you will prosper in everything you do. All of you, tribal leaders, elders, officers, all the men of Israel, are standing today in the presence of the Lord your God. Your little ones and your wives are with you, as well as the foreigners living among you who chop your wood and carry your water. You are standing here today to enter into the covenant of the Lord your God. The Lord is making this covenant, including the curses. By entering into the covenant today, He will establish you as His people and confirm that He is your God, just as He promised you and as He swore to your ancestors Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But you are not the only ones with whom I am making this covenant with its curses. I am making this covenant both with you who stand here today in the presence of the Lord our God, and also with the future generations who are not standing here today. You remember how we lived in the land of Egypt and how we traveled through the lands of enemy nations as we left. You have seen their detestable practices and their idols made of wood, stone, silver, and gold. I am making this covenant with you, so that no one among you, no man, woman, clan, or tribe, will turn away from the Lord our God to worship these gods of other nations, and so that no root among you bears bitter and poisonous fruit. Those who hear the warnings of this curse should not congratulate themselves, thinking, I am safe even though I am following the desires of my own stubborn heart, this would lead to utter ruin. The Lord will never pardon such people. Instead, His anger and jealousy will burn against them. All the curses written in this book will come down on them, and the Lord will erase their names from under heaven. The Lord will separate them from all the tribes of Israel, to pour out on them all the curses of the covenant recorded in this book of instruction. Then the generations to come, both your own descendants and the foreigners who come from distant lands, will see the devastation of the land and the diseases the Lord inflicts on it. They will exclaim, The whole land is devastated by sulfur and salt. It is a wasteland, with nothing planted and nothing growing, not even a blade of grass. It is like the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, Adma and Zeboyim, which the Lord destroyed in His intense anger." And all the surrounding nations will ask, Why has the Lord done this to this land? Why was He so angry? And the answer will be, This happened because the people of the land abandoned the covenant that the Lord, the God of their ancestors, made with them when He brought them out of the land of Egypt. Instead, they turned away to serve and worship gods they had not known before, gods that were not from the Lord. That is why the Lord's anger has burned against this land, bringing down on it every curse recorded in this book. In great anger and fury, the Lord uprooted His people from their land and banished them to another land, where they still live today. The Lord our God has secrets known to no one. We are not accountable for them, but we and our children are accountable forever for all that He has revealed to us, so that we may obey all the terms of these instructions. In the future, when you experience all these blessings and curses I have listed for you, and when you are living among the nations to which the Lord your God has exiled you, take to heart all these instructions. If at that time you and your children return to the Lord your God, and if you obey with all your heart and all your soul all the commands I have given you today, then the Lord your God will restore your fortunes. He will have mercy on you and gather you back from all the nations where He has scattered you. Even though you are banished to the ends of the earth, the Lord your God will gather you from there and bring you back again. The Lord your God will return you to the land that belonged to your ancestors, and you will possess that land again. Then He will make you even more prosperous and numerous than your ancestors. The Lord your God will change your heart, and the hearts of all your descendants, so that you will love him with all your heart and soul, and so you may live. The Lord your God will inflict all these curses on your enemies and on those who hate and persecute you. Then you will again obey the Lord and keep all his commands that I am giving you today. The Lord your God will then make you successful in everything you do. He will give you many children and numerous livestock and you will cause your fields to produce abundant harvests, for the Lord will again delight in being good to you, as He was to your ancestors. The Lord your God will delight in you if you obey His voice and keep the commands and decrees written in this book of instruction, and if you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and soul. This command I am giving you today is not too difficult for you, and it is not beyond your reach, It is not kept in heaven, so distant that you must ask, Who will go up to heaven and bring it down so we can hear it and obey? It is not kept beyond the sea, so far away that you must ask, Who will cross the sea to bring it to us so we can hear it and obey? No, the message is very close at hand. It is on your lips and in your heart so that you can obey it. Now listen Today I am giving you a choice between life and death, between prosperity and disaster. For I command you this day to love the Lord your God and to keep His commands, decrees, and regulations by walking in His ways. If you do this, you will live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are about to enter and occupy. But if your heart turns away and you refuse to listen, and if you are drawn away to serve and worship other gods, then I warn you now that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live a long, good life in the land you are crossing the Jordan to occupy. Today I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life, so that you and your descendants might live You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying Him, and committing yourself firmly to Him. This is the key to your life. And if you love and obey the Lord, you will live long in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. When Moses had finished giving these instructions to all the people of Israel, he said, I am now one hundred twenty years old, and I am no longer able to lead you. The Lord has told me, You will not cross the Jordan River, but the Lord your God Himself will cross over ahead of you. He will destroy the nations living there, and you will take possession of their land. Joshua will lead you across the river, just as the Lord promised. The Lord will destroy the nations living in the land, just as He destroyed Sihon and Og, the kings of the Amorites. The Lord will hand over to you the people who live there, and you must deal with them as I have commanded you. So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. Then Moses called for Joshua, and as all Israel watched, he said to him, Be strong and courageous, for you will lead these people into the land that the Lord swore to their ancestors he would give them. You are the one who will divide it among them as their grants of land. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. So Moses wrote this entire body of instruction in a book and gave it to the priests who carried the Ark of the Lord's Covenant and to the elders of Israel. Then Moses gave them this command. At the end of every seventh year, the year of release, during the festival of shelters, you must read this book of instruction to all the people of Israel when they assemble before the Lord your God at the place He chooses. Call them all together, men, women, children, and the foreigners living in your towns, so they may hear this book of instruction and learn to fear the Lord your God and carefully obey all the terms of these instructions. Do this so that your children who have not known these instructions will hear them and will learn to fear the Lord your God. Do this as long as you live in the land you are crossing the Jordan to occupy. Then the Lord said to Moses, The time has come for you to die. Call Joshua and present yourselves at the tabernacle, so that I may commission him there. So Moses and Joshua went and presented themselves at the tabernacle, And the Lord appeared to them in a pillar of cloud that stood at the entrance to the sacred tent. The Lord said to Moses, You are about to die and join your ancestors. After you are gone, these people will begin to worship foreign gods, the gods of the land where they are going. They will abandon me and break my covenant that I have made with them. Then my anger will blaze forth against them. I will abandon them, hiding my face from them, and they will be devoured. Terrible trouble will come down on them, and on that day they will say, These disasters have come down on us, because God is no longer among us. At that time I will hide my face from them, on account of all the evil they commit, by worshipping other gods. So write down the words of this song, and teach it to the people of Israel. Help them learn it, so it may serve as a witness for me against them. For I will bring them into the land I swore to give their ancestors, a land flowing with milk and honey. There they will become prosperous, eat all the food they want, and become fat. But they will begin to worship other gods. They will despise me and break my covenant. And when great disasters come down on them, this song will stand as evidence against them, for it will never be forgotten by their descendants. I know the intentions of these people even now before they have entered the land I swore to give them. So that very day, Moses wrote down the words of the song and taught it to the Israelites. Then the Lord commissioned Joshua, son of Nun, with these words, Be strong and courageous, for you must bring the people of Israel into the land I swore to give them. I will be with you. When Moses had finished writing this entire body of instruction in a book, he gave this command to the Levites, who carried the Ark of the Lord's Covenant. Take this book of instruction, and place it beside the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God, so it may remain there as a witness against the people of Israel. For I know how rebellious and stubborn you are. Even now, while I am still alive and am here with you, you have rebelled against the Lord. How much more rebellious will you be after my death?" Now summon all the elders and officials of your tribes, so that I can speak to them directly, and call heaven and earth to witness against them. I know that after my death you will become utterly corrupt, and will turn from the way I have commanded you to follow. In the days to come, disaster will come down on you, for you will do what is evil in the Lord's sight, making Him very angry with your actions." So Moses recited this entire song publicly to the assembly of Israel Listen, O heavens, and I will speak. Hear, O earth, the words that I say. Let my teaching fall on you like rain. Let my speech settle like dew. Let my words fall like rain on tender grass, like gentle showers on young plants. I will proclaim the name of the Lord. How glorious is our God! He is the rock. His deeds are perfect. Everything He does is just and fair. He is a faithful God who does no wrong, how just and upright He is. But they have acted corruptly toward Him when they act so perversely. Are they really His children? They are a deceitful and twisted generation. Is this the way you repay the Lord, you foolish and senseless people? Isn't He your Father who created you? Has He not made you? and established you. Remember the days of long ago. Think about the generations past. Ask your father, and he will inform you. Inquire of your elders, and they will tell you. When the Most High assigned lands to the nations, when he divided up the human race, he established the boundaries of the peoples, according to the number in his heavenly court. For the people of Israel belong to the Lord. Jacob is his special possession, He found them in a desert land, in an empty, howling wasteland. He surrounded them and watched over them. He guarded them as he would guard his own eyes, like an eagle that rouses her chicks and hovers over her young. So he spread his wings to take them up and carried them safely on his pinions. The Lord alone guided them. They followed no foreign gods. He let them ride over the highlands and feast on the crops of the fields. He nourished them with honey from the rock and olive oil from the stony ground. He fed them yogurt from the herd and milk from the flock, together with the fat of lambs. He gave them choice rams from Bashan and goats, together with the choicest wheat. You drank the finest wine, made from the juice of grapes. But Israel soon became fat and unruly. The people grew heavy, plump, and stuffed. Then they abandoned the God who had made them. They made light of the rock of their salvation. They stirred up his jealousy by worshipping foreign gods. They provoked his fury with detestable deeds. They offered sacrifices to demons which are not God, to gods they had not known before, to new gods only recently arrived, to gods their ancestors had never feared. You neglected the rock who had fathered you, You forgot the God who had given you birth. The Lord saw this and drew back, provoked to anger by his own sons and daughters. He said, I will abandon them. Then see what becomes of them, for they are a twisted generation, children without integrity. They have roused my jealousy by worshipping things that are not God. They have provoked my anger with their useless idols. Now I will rouse their jealousy through people who were not even a people. I will provoke their anger through the foolish Gentiles. For my anger blazes forth like fire and burns to the depths of the grave. It devours the earth and all its crops and ignites the foundations of the mountains. I will heap disasters upon them and shoot them down with my arrows. I will weaken them with famine, burning fever, and deadly disease. I will send the fangs of wild beasts and poisonous snakes that glide in the dust. Outside, the sword will bring death, and inside, terror will strike both young men and young women, both infants and the aged. I would have annihilated them, wiping out even the memory of them. But I feared the taunt of Israel's enemy, who might misunderstand and say, Our own power has triumphed. The Lord had nothing to do with this. But Israel is a senseless nation. The people are foolish without understanding. Oh, that they were wise and could understand this! Oh, that they might know their fate! How could one person chase a thousand of them, and two people put ten thousand to flight, unless their rock had sold them, unless the Lord had given them up? But the rock of our enemies is not like our rock, as even they recognize. Their vine grows from the vine of Sodom, from the vineyards of Gomorrah. Their grapes are poison, and their clusters are bitter. Their wine is the venom of serpents, the deadly poison of cobras. The Lord says, Am I not storing up these things, sealing them away in my treasury? I will take revenge, I will pay them back. In due time their feet will slip, their day of disaster will arrive, and their destiny will overtake them. Indeed, the Lord will give justice to His people, and He will change His mind about His servants when He sees their strength is gone and no one is left, slave or free. Then he will ask, Where are their gods, the rocks they fled to for refuge? Where now are those gods who ate the fat of their sacrifices and drank the wine of their offerings? Let those gods arise and help you. Let them provide you with shelter. Look now, I myself am he. There is no other god but me. I am the one who kills and gives life. I am the one who wounds and heals. No one can be rescued from my powerful hand. Now I raise my hand to heaven and declare, As surely as I live, when I sharpen my flashing sword and begin to carry out justice, I will take revenge on my enemies and repay those who reject me. I will make my arrows drunk with blood, and my sword will devour flesh. The blood of the slaughtered and the captives and the heads of the enemy leaders. Rejoice with him, you heavens, and let all of God's angels worship him. Rejoice with his people, you Gentiles, and let all the angels be strengthened in him. For he will avenge the blood of his children. He will take revenge against his enemies. He will repay those who hate him and cleanse his people's land. So Moses came with Joshua, son of Nun, and recited all the words of this song to the people. When Moses had finished reciting all these words to the people of Israel, he added, Take to heart all the words of warning I have given you today. Pass them on as a command to your children, so they will obey every word of these instructions. These instructions are not empty words. They are your life. By obeying them you will enjoy a long life in the land you will occupy when you cross the Jordan River.